Hey, I'm Ken. Uh, this is Interstitial Age of Silver. Um, this is going to be a follow-up to a campaign that we did three years ago. We're going to continue on. So, I am joined by Michael. Oh. And Becca. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. That was the quietest hey I've ever heard. Um, Rebecca, you get the first what? question. Of, you get the first question. What expectations do you have for this? Chaos. Good answer. All right. So I have an intro already prepped up here. So we're going to go ahead and dive into this. We open on a heavy book, bound in sturdy brown leather resting on a podium. A silver quill pen floats above the book, looking sharp enough that you could vividly imagine it piercing skin with no effort. The book cover flips open and the pen dives down on its own, swiftly writing out the words, The Tale of Silver Hearts, on the first page, and, it, and the page flips carefully and the pen does not pause before continuing on writing down once upon a time there was a girl uh becca what's your what does your character look like and what are they doing Bill has long brown hair it's grown out since she got it cut uh startling blue eyes pale skin freckles she's currently training with her friend jasper with magic and her mentor that is watching kids all right. So, um, tell me something that tell me something that you're doing in this training. Well, um, magic is not really, at least not the dark magic. It's not Jeff's forte. So, doing combat with swords. Uh, Maribel is using her magic sword that is dragged from her own dark magic. While Jasper is using a basic, basic sword, basic bitch sword, basically. <laughs> okay. And the so, all right, perfect. So as you're crossing blades, the sky begins to darken, and a tremor goes through the earth, knocking, knocking you all off your balance, and. As, and you can, and you don't know what's going on, but a bunch of, a bunch of dark little ant-like figures begin to crawl out of the ground, and they are just the Shadow Heartless, and they're going to begin to come towards you specifically. I want you to our first thing for this and choose something go ahead and roll with whatever whatever move you want to fight back against some shadow heartless okay. that are jumping at you okay so i'm going to do 2d6 with mm -hmm. the scream i reach up and I slash as something one of them comes jumping at me 
What the heck are these saying? Oops, that didn't work. Number three. Hold on. Um, I need you to adjust your. Uh, yeah. I do exclamation three. Nope. Yes, yes, it has been three years. Okay, that's a. Damn it. <laughs> what are you? What are you rolling? I did two D something bigger. Oh, oh, right. Um, what are you, uh, what move? <laughs> Hold on. Like, from one of my link moves? Um, basic move, you can oh, cast. cast, do anything that you've got. Um, it's basically gonna be a physical right, move. magic. Um. Yeah, um, with. Alright, casting magic. So... With the your mastery is only a plus, so you you already failed on this roll, mm -hmm. but that's mm -hmm. fine because it you were shouting something. Maribel shouting something. What what was she shouting? What the heck are these things, Jasper? Um, could you tell me what Jasper sounds like, just real fast? Um, probably think. Edward Cullen mixed with like just a very like tough guy for from um divergent <laughs> your basic teenage dance okay. novel guy. All right, I don't have enough beer in me for this, so <laughs> dealer's voice um. then. All right, let's see. I haven't know what these are, but we have to get away from them. Um, could you also tell me what Vlad sounds like? Vlad Plasmia. He sounds like Vlad Plasmius. Yeah, he was the red herring in our story. Okay, give me one goddamn second, because I can... These are the heartless. We must flee. Or you can do dealers. And Becca, you failed your magic roll. What? Her what? Um, he has no time to explain. He has no I said time a heart to explain now? as he tries as he. I'm going to assume that he has magic or something. Say All right. Magic so he's going trying to blast these shadows away with his magic, and but it doesn't matter because. Too many of them. They he gets rid of he gets rid of the, a couple of them, and twice as many show up to replace them. And he's overwhelmed. Then Jasper's overwhelmed, and then lastly you're overwhelmed. And we watch, and this camera pulls back, and we watch as. So let me let me pull up your title of your world because you gave me that as well it was like earth delta 267 245 earth delta 245 we watch as we watch as your world falls into the darkness and then the screen shifts to it looking like it's a storybook painting of you falling into the dark of your world falling into the darkness and we return to the book 
with the pen finishing off the, that drawing. And the page flips again, and it writes out the words, and another had already fallen, and she would soon be joining them. And, Mike, we're going to go to your character now. Um, tell me, what are you doing as your world is falling into darkness? Alright, so, can you explain to me just specifically how it's falling into darkness? Alright, falling into darkness. It is dark skies, there are tremors going, there are, there are rifts in the ground just opening up everywhere. Okay. You can see your entire world just crumbling into so, pieces. You just you just see me just I'm just running towards my lab, grab trying to see if I can grab anything that's, that can either shield. Also describe your character. Oh. I um just sorry. I'm a uh well, my race is called uh, it's just we're just called a fleet a fleet feline race. Think of it as a we're just human-sized cats. Uh, we stand on two legs. We have uh, posable thumbs. Cats with opposable thumbs always a great thing to see. Uh, me specifically, I'm. Baxter, it's just, and I'm what you call an arrogant scientist. I'm trying to discover things that I just don't understand yet, and clearly, what's going around me, you clearly I don't, don't understand. understand. The darkness is consuming. And, <laughs> so I'm literally running towards my lab. I. My sister Chloe meets up with me. She's pretty much my twin. She is my twin. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> and we're just in my lab, just rummaging through things, trying to figure out what's going, what the fuck is going on. Pretty much. All right. So while you're in your lab, another tremor goes off, and rubble begins to fall, and a big block of it is falling towards Chloe. I need you to go ahead and bend for which is with light. Light? There's one in that one. That's 2d6, right? Yep, always gonna be 2d6 unless I tell you 1d6. Okay. Alright. What's your light stat? It's plus one. Okay, so that's still a fail, which is great! I love it. I love when you guys fail immediately right <laughs> off the bat, because it makes it easier for me to do this shit. Alright, let me just... You're playing... Where are the basic moves, just so I know. Yeah, on a miss, they take harm anyway in the situation. Chloe yeah, don't narrowly get... avoids getting crushed. But the rock crashes into the ground, and it creates a crater, and 
as that and from that crater begins to spawn a bunch of heartless just like with the, the earth delta 245 and it and way faster than there you two are overtaken and your world is thrown into darkness and mm. And as we finish, and we go back to the pen, and the pen freezes over a blank page, as if it is waiting, when finally it begins to draw out a new scene. One that shows a beach with dark sand and a calm, reflective sea, mimicking a starless sky. On the beach is a figure standing at the water's edge, and there are two unconscious bodies lying there. And Becca, you rolled higher, so you get to wake up first. Yes, what? Oh, what is the? Oh, you're finally where... awake. Huh? And this, and Mike Baxter also now wakes up. And ow! Oh, good, you're both. <laughs> oh, good, you're both awake. I was I was worried that you were that you weren't going to well we don't need to worry about that you're awake okay um can you describe what I'm looking at okay can I can I can I, can I okay am I like dazed or anything uh, yeah you are both pretty dazed and out of it because you did just fall into darkness but also you currently have a so there is a girl about five foot eight. And she is inspecting, and she is walking over to you both with her hands behind her back, and she has like a she has like a small jump to her step to her step. And as you get and as she gets closer, you can see she has pale pink hair that's cut to shoulder length, but with some choppy bangs. She's wearing a pink and black pink and black plaid vest and a pair of black leggings with knee high boots. And on her hip is a chain that has a blue and pink star charm on it. Her arms are bare except for a pair of fingerless gloves, and the color of her eyes is a blue-gray, and a small scar runs underneath the underneath her left eye. So, so it looks like you guys are you guys are okay, uh, well as okay as you can be. Um, Hi, my name is Thor. What's your name? Uh, Erica? <laughs> we both just say, uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice to be. And Big Cat? What's your name? Who are you calling it? I, I, I stare at her and, and, and like, went really hard. Cat. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm not used to meeting. I I did not expect to find in the scene, but you know what? I'm I apologize. I'm sorry. Um, what what is your name, sir? I I, I, I sit cross uh uh cross uh how what's that form? Uh, Indian style, and I just keep staring at him, or her, just mesmerized. 
can you describe how, like again how she looked um she is all right phrase that it, she's not covered in fur no she is, is not she? she is she is a human with some with some slight tan to her skin being outside periods of time okay so he's just i'm just well back I'm just completely confused, and I do not want to answer her because I do just—I just do not trust her. Okay. Um, I'll talk to her then. Um, hi, Maribel. Uh, you're probably confused, which is completely under considering where you are. Um, do you know where you are? Uh, no, no, I, I were just attacked by some shadow things. Um, my mentor, my mentor said something about them being heartless, and and I, I, I have no idea what that means. Like I've never met any creature like them before in my world. I mean, I know that there's fairies and werewolves and also fairy tale creatures that really exist. And she's but, just, oh no. And Thorn is just nodding her head at all, and she's and she goes, I'm, I'm sorry. That that happened. Um, unfortunately, since you're here, it would seem that your world fell into darkness. Since that's the only way to get to the seam anymore. Uh, friends, be with me because they were they, they were there when the attack um, happened. Shouldn't they be here? Unfortunately, it doesn't. Their hearts would make it to the seam. They're pro I I don't know how to tell you that they're probably just gone. That's when I jump up and just start I just grab no. I just grab her by the whatever clothes she has on and just starts yelling at her. Where's my sister? Like like she is the strongest person he knows. And I, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't believe that she would just be gone like I, that. I, I, I don't how it goes. If they're not here, then I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they ended up on a hub world. I don't know. But the likelihood of that happening after is very is very low. Usually if you're rolling the darkness, you're just gone or you end up here at the seam. I I don't know what I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. I let I let go and I and I'm just like panting, just, just like trying to think. What'd you say? There has to be something like there's every cell can be unlike. I mean, that's fairy tale one oh. I mean, she's not like some kind of prince that can kiss and then everything goes back to normal and hunky dory. But there has to be something. I have I have what I care about that I need to find and I'm, save. Like this, this it can't be. I don't think you're understanding. This isn't some magic or fairy tale um this is just the darkness doing what the darkness does and what the darkness does is it consumes the worlds and i'm sorry but can uh can i uh because i have a specific device on my wrist that pretty much I think it was like a like a very a very smart computer just on my wrist okay 
So I'm just like messing with it and just trying to figure out like if I'm legit, um, like if I'm alive or am I just am I dead? Roll with heart. Roll with heart. Yep, you're doing a deep dive. Meanwhile, I'm like ego. An eight. Oh, that's a I got uh I got a negative one in heart. I don't see your role in the. I don't see your role in the chat. No, I don't see it. I see it. Why do I not see it? Because you're not special. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, I'm just... <laughs> what did you roll? Uh, it said, I got an eight. I said I was rolling for heart, and he's back. I found out why. <laughs> I don't know. I did the same exact thing it did earlier. Now I... Oh, just... Okay. Okay, and you said you had negative one in your heart stat? Yeah. Alright, so you get a seven. Also, so we're doing deep dive questions a bit differently this season. You can ask me any question about the situation you're in. Okay. So, I... I so I'm talking to my... Uh, my, 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 my uh, device, right? Yes. So I ask it specifically, where's Chloe? Like, I, like I legit, I put. She doesn't know, but I, I put a tracker in her. So, what you get? That's concerning. So what you get is just a bunch of static at that question because it cannot find her. Definitely worried. And I know you. I know you also asked if you were alive. Yes. Uh, you're fine. You're alive. You have a pulse and everything. You're not dead. Um. So, I've I have a I have a I need to get back to the realm of light. And I just and I was on my way there when I saw you guys. Um, I just wanted to make sure that you were that. Well, you guys can come with me if you want, but I mean, you don't really have much other choice unless you want to risk dealing with a bunch of heartless in their home turf. And she I'll kind of come right. with you. I, yeah, I, I I I just look at all I just look at all of you and just question like what's a heartless? And it's just <laughs> I'm yes. just like I'm going to break this down as best I can. Like my character just 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 wants to know as much information as possible. I think we figure out what this is when we get out of here. I don't want to face any of those things right now, and I can't save my family or find a way to save them if I end up in the same in the same position as them. So I'm going with her. All right. Are you coming? Are I, I I I take a deep breath and I just exhale and I said fine. Cool, cool, great. Okay, uh, just follow me then. And now that she has company, she's gotten a little. She's leading you guys along the shoreline, and she has a bit of a skip to her step. Now that she has companions to what travel with, and uh, Becca. As as you guys move down, as you're moving down the shore, you see 
a small cat, or however big your cat looks. And they're just lying there, curled up in a ball. Go? I go! She starts, I just start sprinting. I have to get to him. Ego, are you okay? Right. Ego, wake up. Yep, Ego's fine. You can voice that however and... you want. How big is Ego? Oh. He's about average adult cat size. Uh, gray tabby, green eyes, very beautifully kept fur because Maribel says he has to look presentable mm-hmm. now that they're not homeless. Oh. I run, I run, o- I run over. Mara. I push, I push. I push her aside, and I, I set my device to check to see if the cat's to see if the cat's okay. Okay, yes, the cat is fine. Oh, yeah. I don't care about these That's other creatures. Different. I just care about this. Fe- I just care about this one. This this other cat. This other this other feline. Is, yeah. Let's see if it's just in distress. All right, let Becca speak. Okay. Okay. Are you, Mara? I think I drank too much last night. Ego, I told you to not drink alcohol. It makes you transform uncontrollably. You're not my mom. You can't tell me what to do. Well, I am essentially your owner. I am owned by no one. Chica. Okay, so... Ego, just come here. Thorn just... Thorn had kept on moving without you guys, not realizing that you had stopped. And now she's uh, walking back and is uh, like... Okay, we got a kitty now. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, but we really need to go, you guys. We, we okay, really okay. need Ego. to get out of here. Ego, we gotta go. Come here. Uh-huh, fine, you can carry me. Well, you didn't have much of a choice in the matter. Okay. And... I am... So I... I'm, I'm just completely confused. And I was like, why is this... Why is this creature... Just talking, like like to this other this other feline, like like it owns it. Like what's going on? All right, and I'm so confused. And if you guys are going to continue following Thorn, she's going to lead you to a sizable cavern. It's got a bit of a bluish glow strewn throughout the rocks, like a webbing, and the deep. And the further in it goes, the brighter it gets. And Thorn waves you guys on, but going, yep, this is, come on, this is the way. We just have to get through, we just have to get to the door at the end. What was that? Light isn't good, can I, oh, it's Ego. This light isn't good for my hangover, Maribel. Can I just hide in your hoodie for a little bit, please? Fine. And she just stuffs no. the cat in her hoodie. Alright. So, Thorn's gonna take up the front, and I like how none of you asked Thorn why she's here, but you'll get that eventually. So, Thorn is going to continue leading you on, and very quickly, you can see, and very quickly, it gets way bright, and it blinds you for a second. And then, the cave opens up into another into another big room. And at the other side of this room from where you entered is a white door. 
just a white door set into the stone of the wall. So that's that's our ticket out of here. And she and she holds out her her hand and a and a burst of light shows up and a keyblade forms in her hand. Um, I know I posted a sketch of it in the general chat. So it's hmm, how do I describe this a keyblade? How do I describe this? So it's a so the blade of so the blade of the her keyblade is about three feet long. It's it has like an it has sort of an a double headed axe like design for its head. Then it's then it goes down into the hilt and which is which is a which has two wing like. Things on the sides of it that flow down into with some tails, and the handle is between those. And she points it at the door, and she says, "All right, we can just. This is hopefully nothing is going to. I I'm sure nothing's going to happen as we, but just to be sure. I'm going. We just got to be careful. I'm just going to say that." Until we're out of here, we're in constant danger. And she's going to start um, making... Okay. <laughs> I just reluctantly just nod my head. Okay. And as she's leading the way, you're about halfway through the room. When a... When you start to hear something, it sounds like something is punching into stone. Above you, and it starts off slow, uh, um, and then it picks up, and Thorn stops dead in her tracks, holding at holding her keyblade in the defensive pose. Um, I don't know if you guys know how to fight, but we might have to fight here, and. Who wants to um, give me a defend from harm? Um, that would, huh? I'm willing to go. Are you might want to go first? I'm ready. Okay. All right, that's gonna be with your light stat. Okay. What's your light stat at? That was a plus one. All right, you got a twelve. So uh, defend from harm. Okay, defend from harm. You prevent or avoid the danger. All right, so tell me how you avoid the, the incoming fist of a giant heartless as it descends down on the party from behind. So uh, I never said anything, but my uh, device that's on my wrist, its name is Liz. <laughs> It it starts to sh it starts to blink and shine, and as a self defense mechanism, because I'm not really durable, I uh it automatically sets a, like a a a bubble source field around whoever I'm around. So whoever I'm next to is also just covered in this this field of a green greenish purple, more of a purplish light 
constructs. All right. So a so what hits this barrier is a giant gorilla-looking heartless. It has so it has a color scheme of blue and black, and it has yellow eyes. Its fists are way bulkier than the rest of its body. And this is going to be called a Berserker Heartless. And you guys can now go ahead and you hear a shink as the as an invisible boss barrier or blocks your exit. Well, boss barrier, we gotta do this. Let's go! So, who wants to give me the first roll? for this uh, boss fight. Okay. Who wants to make um, the first move? I guess I'll try. I guess I'll I'll try. Holy shit, ego, we we gotta we gotta get this taken care of. What? Ego! Life or death now. Okay, um so I'm going to use one of my link moves, maybe. Um Yeah, I'm trying to get that the playbook up again. Forgot where it was. Um, Do the roll, and I'll just send you the playbook in your in your messages. Yeah, sorry, I don't know You're why good. I can't find it. Okay. So. Here we go. I'm gonna assume that I should do worker warp mode. Um. Uh, warp form, okay. So, so for that, man, that's my best. So yeah, you don't mm -hmm. even have to roll for that. When you fight your familiar, oh, takes the form of something large and ferocious. You can roll with mastery when you strike with intent. Okay, so Ego is going to jump out of... I'm going to throw Ego out of my hoodie into the air, and mid-air he's going to transform into a giant lion. Okay. And... Um, and sorry. He needs to strike with intent, right? Uh, for you to roll with mastery, yes. And that... Okay, so 2d6. Strike intent. Crap. I rolled. Okay. So it's only. Okay. So what I don't happened... have enough of these dice. Yeah, I also haven't given you guys any links yet. So. <laughs> You're. So. Um. Ego is going to try to attack this Heartless, but is just going to be punched out of the way. And you're gonna take one harm. So, uh, still not sobered up. Are you okay, bud? <laughs> that didn't do bad. I mean, um, and now for my move because you failed. Um, it's gonna swing at. Uh, oh, you do also uh, get to mark experience anytime you fail. So, Becca, you have two experience. Mike, you have one experience. All right. And um, what this uh, berserker heartless is going to do is it is going to pound on its chest and it's going to roar and that's going to give you guys a minus one on your next rolls. So you're trying to intimidate me. Yes, it's an uh, intimidation. I don't take intimidation lightly. Okay. All right, so it's Baxter's turn. 
Baxter is allowed to combat this fucking heartless. Hello? Uh, so, I get kind of, how do I put this? I'm going to put this on. So we're attacking. Yes. I tap on my uh, wrist. I call Liz to uh, give me the biggest sword I can we I can uh, manage to hold. And I just want to see if I can slash. Just just try. I, pretty much, I'm trying to make a show of it. Trying to show off. Okay. So, what move are you gonna roll? Uh, just read that. Just also, do you guys know what your moves are? Yes, your I, moves. I, I pick. I have drive. Is it drive? I think it says drive, form. drive form. Yeah, I was. Yeah, when you strike with yep. intent or sub, to to something to do, you may choose from both move. Yeah. Options. All right. Only one. So. What move? So, what are you gonna be rolling? So I get to choose, or just like. Well, you have your base. Well, you have your basic moves, or if you have any combat moves in your playbook that you picked out, to, you can use those. But you've got strike with intent or strike to subdue. You can cast magic, things like that. I'm mostly thinking. Because I'm just trying. I'm literally just. Trying to slash at him. It's like I have this light construct sword, and I'm just legit just trying to slash. All right, strike with intent. Roll with your dark stat. Okay. That's that's that's, I like that. I get I got plus two in my dark stat. All right, and then you're minus one, so that's gonna be a ten still. So get to pick two. You can pick two from the from both. Lists. All right, so your so your options are defend yourself from harm, deal great harm, take control of the situation, take something from them, force a change of location, de-escalate the situation, and you get two of those. I want to do great harm. Do they, do they have anything on them? Specifically, is there like a souvenir I can take? It's just a heartless. Once it's destroyed, it's just gone. One of the souvenirs. Okay. I want to take... There was a double... What was the other one? Uh, dang, why did I say? I just said it. You were dealing great harm. Yeah. And I want to... Uh, maybe get... Uh, what was what was the other uh, cat's name? <laughs> ego. Ego. Yeah, Ego. I want... Defend ego. I wanna. I don't care about the other girl. I just. just Okay. Um. I don't know. That's probably gonna be a take control of the situation. Okay, I'll take control of the situation. All right. So you're gonna. So you're gonna deal two harm to this. To this berserker. And you're going to take control of the situation. So describe how you slash at this heartless and go and grab the lion-formed ego. Hmm. Like, like I say, I, I make a show out of it. So I'm just, I just literally just 
swing. I just literally like like across his chest, trying to do a like a fatal blow. Thinking, well, I, it says heartless, but I, I'm assuming it still had a heart. Look at heartless. Let's have hearts. Let's see if I can damage heart. Heartless are hearts. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know the physiology. I'm just trying yeah. to slash at his, his torso, thinking that's where the heart is. Okay, so while you're slashing at it, it's going to hit you for one harm. Because you just pissed it off. Yeah. And it's going to knock you towards Ego, so you can go ahead and just chill with Ego for a second. <laughs> and now it is Thorn's turn to attack. So I am going to, because I get to play this time around as well. 2d6. Okay. And what was I doing with that? I was. Oh, here's, here's found it. All right. And I was just going to go ahead and use a strike with intent. Her dark stat is a minus one. Shit. Okay. Um, she is going to... <laughs> okay, how am I going to do this? How am I going to describe this? Because she's about to. Or what were the other moves in here? Because I have actually never played this. So, uh, I'm going. I'm going to. I'm still going to strike with intent. So I'm going to take the fail. Uh, mark one experience for her. So she's going to go up there. She's going to. She's going to jump up and she's going to try and swing down on its head, but is going to get grabbed and thrown against the far wall, and she is going to take the harm. Okay. I got one heart. Well, that Thorn. Mm, that hurt. Crap. I that that really hurt. It's Becca's turn. Hey, I gotta do something. What would Vlad, Vlad would probably tell me I should have been studying more, and Jasper would probably be agreeing. Okay, <laughs> so um, he's going to summon her sword and strike with intent. Uh, although that's gonna oh. be a dark strike to see, maybe. Um, hold on. Let me look at the. Uh, would strike to subdue be a book? Strike to subdue is a is a basic move. Okay. She because all my other moves are based on me and ego working together, and ego's too drunk to help. Okay. Yeah, you still have your basic so, moves. So I'm gonna strike to subdue with her sword. Okay. Um, or light move. Um, strike to subdue is with mastery. Okay. Let's see. I these dice hate me so much. Plus one, nine, ten. That makes it ten. So it's a partial All right, success. You get. No, that's a full success on a ten. So you're gonna deal a harm, and you're Wait. gonna pick two of these. Take something from them. Force a change of location. De-escalate the situation. So I am going to knock that guy through the wall. Uh, I mean, it could technically taking some parts from him and is taking something from him. Uh, no. Okay. So I'm. Oh wait, I got an idea. I'm going to knock him through a wall, 
um, and change the location. Um, um, basically knocking it the way we came. Okay. All right, so that's a force of change force a change of location, and I'm going to assume de-escalate the situation. Yeah. Which, great job on sidelining this uh, this heartless enemy. So, um, it's going to hit, it's going to hit the boss barrier it summoned, and you're going to hear that shatter, and Thorn is like, shit, 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 go, 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 to the door, to the door! And she is going to quick, and she is going to get up herself and stumble towards the door, pointing her keyblade at it until a beam of light hits it and it opens up. And she's just standing there, waving you all in there so that you oh. can go, oh. so. Come on! Uh, uh comment. Um, I... He turns back into a... Can I pick, can I pick up, uh... Uh, he might... Can I pick up Ego? Yeah, right? Okay. Sure. Oi! What are you doing? Okay. And I see you. I see your distress. But you're I not there. Uh... All right. I just I say. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. And as you are, and as you are all running towards this, the berserker is shaking itself off and is going to try to run at you. But the door, but to, with Thorn jumping it into into the doorway. F behind it, both of you, it's going to close up, and the Heartless is going to disappear. Which order did you guys uh, exit in? I believe... Mm. I think I was... I wasn't the last one to leave. Probably... Oh, I was right behind... Mar yep. I think it was Maribel, Maribel, then Baxter, and then Thorn followed behind you guys. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so... For real. Oh no! You gotta repeat that because you, you you like you went right out and came back back. Oh no! Okay. Anyways, so as you guys walk through the gateway, you are you are enveloped in a in an extreme in a warm light, and as the light fades, you are now inside. You have walked into a a corridor that has thirteen pillars on either side of you. And it is a checkered, and is a checkered pattern on the floor. Um, and Thorn comes through, and behind, and you can hear a little click behind her as the door, as a gate, as a door that you just passed through locks itself. Okay, so I need to go and talk to my master. Um, I I gotta go and tell her about my mission and I'll go I'll be right back. I'm not I'm not just gonna leave you here. Okay? Um I just, okay. I just, I'm still staring. Okay, I'll be right back. And Thorn uh, and Thorn goes uh, to leave the leave the corridor and you guys can now go ahead and do whatever you'd like for RP for a few minutes. Uh Ego, is he okay? I'm fine, oh, yeah. Maribel. <laughs> uh, I remember I'm going to me down? whisper in his ear, asking who is uh, the creature you're talking like? Who is this creature? 
it's, a uh, it's my kid, Maribel. Human. Don't, human. Don't you know what a human is? Yeah, they look like this. He proceeds to transform into a human with a like surfer dude look. Like they look like this, bruh. Like you know, super strong and muscular. Ugh. Ego, really? Come on, my shirt I says just, number I just, one, I like, one I like, bro. I just, just blink like several times, confused. Still, I, I try to explain. Well, like I could also go ahead. Uh, he was gonna say, "Oh, I could also transform into Dillo. That's gotten me out of a couple times." Tight spots and proceeds to form an armadillo. <laughs> Show up. Baxter just, just, just legit, just scratches his head, his top of his head, just contemplating the ability to meta, to morph into other creatures, like that type of ability, which pretty much changed the the uh, warring aspects between. Uh, the Dragon Clan and the uh, the K Nine Clan. It's just like just the ability to mimic is astounding to him. Like maybe he can uh, not experiment, but research. <laughs> he goes, "Are you okay?" Yeah, I'm fine. And you know, just a little bit drunk enough to not feel the pain. It's a little numb. Please not get drunk, please. I have enough problems without having to deal with a drunk cat. Uh, whatever. Ego proceeds to transform back to his tabby self. Uh, Baxter asks, uh, Ego one more time. So, this human, is it related to the ape clan somehow? Like, is it, it's just, he's just going based off of his knowledge of his world's beings. I mean, it depends on you ask. There's some things that humans are more closely related to a man, according to scientists. So, I mean, you you never know. They could be related to apes, <laughs> or they could what? just be related to bananas. A banana. It, it's it's, a banana. it's, it's <laughs> all very like ambiguous at this point. Go, oh, Ego, okay, can you? Um... <laughs> okay, let's just go ahead and move on to the links now, shall we? Now that you're saying stuff about humans being related to bananas, um, yeah, okay, that's a that's totally a different energy. Um, go, all right. So you guys still get your uh, locked links from your world. Um, Mike, I know you had a a locked light link with Chloe. Yep. Uh, Becca, you chose to have a locked link with Ego. I don't know what type it was is light for both parties. Ego's got okay. a light link with Maribel, and Maribel's got a light link with Okay. And you guys can also mark down a locked heart link with the, the thorn, which I know I already told you about. And you got... And if you want to make a link with... And Mike, if you want to make a link with Ego again, you can do that. I remember I was trying to do a, a light link for Ego and yeah. a dark link with Mir Mirabel. All right, and remember you don't add your stat to uh, the link rolls. 
You only add on if it is the highest stat you have. It's a six for uh, ego. Uh, what is your is your light stat a is your light stat your highest or your lowest? Second highest. Okay, so you failed that. Go ahead and mark your. Go ahead and mark your light link. I'm gonna hold a move because. Uh, Man, what I'm is gonna... that one for? Uh, Baxter just cannot make sure. <laughs> uh, that what one for Mirabelle. Oh, is that? Uh, uh, Mirab- oh, that? I, I, no, you I, automatically I... get whatever you want with Mirabelle. Okay. All right. So. Um. So I'm gonna do. Uh, heart link because the definitely different from when we originally recorded this. Um, so ego is going for a heart link with Baxter. Okay, you go ahead and roll that. I am still writing down my note. And Maribel's going for a light link because she appreciates that Baxter went to help ego. She really appreciated okay, which it. Which one? I got a twelve on that. Okay, you don't you don't have to roll for your link with the Baxter. Mm-hmm. I just need to know which one of these was for for um ego. Which one was ego's uh, link? Ego got the eight for with. Okay, so uh, heart. Is your heart your highest stat, or is it your, or is it possibly your lowest? Uh, let me. I think it might be my. Let me go to what you sent me. Double check. Case okay, so heart's not my highest stat or my lowest stat. It's just a zero. Okay, okay, that's fine. Mastery is my highest. Is my um. Lowest. Okay, ego, 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 ego. I'm trying to remember what happened yesterday. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember what happened be- with between ego and everybody. Um. Ego is kind of. Uh, what is your link, what is your link move? All oh, right, never mind. I already know what your link move. Fine. Yeah, no, don't worry. Um, yeah, just go ahead and mark down your heart link. Just go ahead and mark down that heart link with the for ego. Okay. All right. And and as you guys are for some reason talking about why humans are somehow related to bananas. Um, Thorn comes back. Okay, I'm done the, I'm done talking to my master. They would love to meet you. Um, if you could just follow me, we can go ahead and she could she can definitely explain things a lot better than I can. You know they don't like to talk too much, so yeah. uh, go uh, easy on questions for them, please. I don't want I don't want them to have a meltdown. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, you can tell that I don't want to Money, redo go. what I did yesterday. <laughs> okay. So Thorn's gonna lead you out of this corridor and she is and she is gonna take you into a open courtyard that has that has a large pool in the center of it that has 13 separate fountains going down spaced evenly down the center of the the pool and she is going to like continue down 
She's going to continue walking down past this pool and lead you into a main hall where there are two thrones on an elevated on an elevated area. And on one of these, you see a a feminine figure who has who is wearing. So they have a so they are mostly wearing all black with a couple of gray detailings to with their outfit. They are also wearing they're also wearing what seems to be extremely loose black pants that could look like a could look like a long skirt or something like that. That goes down to their ankles and they have black hair that goes down between their shoulder blades. Um God, I'm trying to remember. Uh blue eyes, stuff like that. You know, Shion. It's Shion. It's Master Shion. We did this. You guys know who Shion is. Everybody knows who Shion is. And if you and if anybody doesn't know who Shion is, you're dead to me. Okay, anyways. Now that I got now that I got my little rant out because nobody ever <laughs> fucking uses Shion for anything. Anyways. Shion is Alright, so Shion is a is twenty-seven years old. They are non-binary. They are a Keyblade Master at this point. They are specifically Thorns Master. Okay, so Shion is going to so Thorn is going to take a spot to, essentially at the bottom of the steps leading up to the thrones and is just going to stand there while Shion stands up and begins to address the two of you. To start, I would like to give you my condolences about your world and your current situation. Um, my name is Master Shion, or if you prefer, you can simply refer to me as Shion. Um, uh, Thorn has told me that you both do not quite know many things about the about what has been going on. Um, I can help answer any questions that you have. So, whatever you want to ask me, please do so. Um. Um. Well, I, is, is there any chance of being able to track down survivors from our world? Uh, yes, there. Um, it is a very slight chance. Um, since typically most people who would survive their world being consumed by the darkness, if they have a strong enough heart, they will arrive in the seam. Hub worlds are another option, but they are very few and far between since the inversion occurred. But if they would be anywhere, they would be on one of the hub worlds. And I'm, I'm just scratch, I'm back to scratching my head. Uh, hub, and I ask her, what are hub worlds? Um, a hub world is a world that is, it is a refuge for anyone, for any whose world would be consumed by the darkness. 
if the person has a strong enough heart, they would survive the ordeal and they would be take they would either be taken to the seam or they would be taken to a hub world. Hub worlds are typically just gathering places for travelers and the such and the like. So what you're telling me okay. is if I am able to get to these hub worlds, I might be able to find my sister. I do not want to get your hopes up, but it is a possibility. Now, and, and, and is there any way to... I was going to just say, uh, is there, do you have any vehicles or ships that can travel to these hub worlds? Is it possible um. to so-called lend me this vehicle, or or at least give me the, the tools to build my own, if that is possible. We do have ways of traversing the worlds. The safest would be to take a gummy ship through with the lanes between. There is always there are also the dark corridors or light corridors, depending on your affinity for light or darkness. But Unfortunately, we don't have a ship to spare. All currently, we only have three vessels on world, and two of them are currently about to set off on missions. And the third is, well, it's not going anywhere currently, but we cannot out any vessels that we do have we are currently in a we are currently at war with the silver order and we require all the resources that we can manage to keep hmm. Hmm. frustrating so is there any get passage in these ships that are going somewhere because i i need to try to find my family and maybe find a way to undo what's been done. Unfortunately, I do not believe the two vessels that are about to leave would be the most suitable ways to would be the most suitable leave for you. Since they are combat squads that are about to go into enemy lines. What about the one that you said that wasn't doing anything? Um, and at this point, you can see Thorn is kind of just vibrating in place with a smile on and she's like <laughs> and she um just looks at Thorn. Um, okay. So, the last vessel is is technically marked to Thorn. And unfortunately, she does not have a does not have a squad that she can go on missions with. But we are always looking for more assistance in our efforts against the Silver Order. I am. I wouldn't send you out to. I would not send you out to go and face. The Silver Order in any capacity. I wouldn't do that to people I just met. But 
You could become a part of a reconnaissance team to gather intel on worlds. And doing so, you would be able to freely travel through what, what, through the lanes between and visit whatever worlds the three of you would see fit. Hmm. Hmm. Of course, I was. I okay, was, I'll do okay. it. Okay, that didn't take too much convincing. No, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I have my fan lost enough people. If I can try to find who I have left, I'm gonna do it. All right. I. I, be honest, I'm, I. I just want to ship. So I, I'm game for anything as long as it doesn't blow up in uh, in space or in. Whatever you call space, uh, yes, I'm okay with the lanes between. Um, lanes between. Oh, okay. Um, I would also. Um, I've been talking a lot, and did you have any other questions? Um, I was going to ask if there was a way to control the darkness. Um. Controlling the darkness. Uh, in my world, like he, yes, it, magic is uh, very complicated, and it, we have were able to manipulate shadows and other dark entities. And I was wondering if it is possible to use that to pretty much search for his sisters. This was is what I'm getting at. Okay. Because you told me, like, it seems like they're very good at tracking, is what, it, like, or at least for hearts per se. Are you talking about the heartless? Yes. Okay. Just based off of what he's he's been seeing of these creatures. There are ways to control the darkness, but. It's rather difficult, and one of the and one of our masters they could control the darkness, but due to the inversion, we no longer have contact with Master Riku. Um, so they would have been the one to speak with about controlling the darkness. And not letting it consume you. Interesting. Is there any is there any more information you can mm. tell us about these heartless? Like, what drives them? Like the so the heartless seem to still fundamentally act the same as they did before the inversion. So typically, how heartless act is. They they simply have one goal and that is to collect the world is to collect the hearts of worlds and simply drag them into the realm of darkness. They don't they do not have higher plans or anything other than that that we understand. I know my my mentor mentioned them and our world 
before those monsters destroyed everything, he mentioned them. I don't know how he knew if you are making it sound like these worlds are encapsulated separate from one another. Um, so you, there is. But, okay. Okay, let me see if I can explain this. Um, so, I, I've mentioned the inversion a few times, talking to you, and the inversion was an event that occurred three years ago, and it was an attempt at a, it was an attempt by a god who had lost his world, who was trying to resurrect it from, but who was trying to recreate many, many worlds in a new universe. Of course, if you try to create a universe within a already existing universe, there are going to be repercussions, even if the attempt was thwarted by three of our Keyblade wielders. Due to the actions of this god, the boundaries between the worlds was destroyed, and many, many, many people learned of the existence of other worlds. And that is how I believe that your Red Master would, under, would know about the Heartless. I didn't say anything to me. Well. Kind of a jerk. Okay. <laughs> Was there anything else? Let's just say he and I. No. Um, I was gonna say he and I have a love-hate relationship, but no, I just want to figure out what I need to do to find my family and get them back. So if going on this mission and this reconnaissance with Thorn will help yes. me do okay. what I need to and okay. find um, those I've lost. I'm ready to do it. Okay. We can see Okay. There's been so much talking. I really I really appreciate my I Master Shion, I really appreciate your explanations to them. But I really wanna get going now, please. Uh oh. Alright. I I'll walk with you to the to the gummy ship grounds, and if you have any more questions, we can discuss on the way there. And Shion and Thorn are going to... Thorn is going to be practically skipping as she, as she leads the way, with Shion following behind her, and the two of you walking in whatever order you feel like. And... If you have any other questions for Shion, they will answer you. Um, if not, I can just explain what this world looks like, and that we can make our way to the gummy yards. Uh, I have all the information I need for Ego now. Ego's gonna be like, all right. So I'm. No. Okay. So I'm going. Ego's so let's do... Let me describe this world. So. This world is essentially, essentially the top, where you are at is the highest point in the world that you can see, since pretty much surrounding this, essentially you're on a giant island, and all you can see past the island is ocean and sky that eventually just blends into one, 
And occasionally you'll see like a shooting star cross the sky, even though it's daytime and it's very vivid and they come down in different colors, such as red, blue, purple, orange, just a, a rainbow of colors. And the island itself is basically a lot of residential looking places. Um, mostly a lot of red, red shingled roofs, set all on neat little streets. There are a few people walking around and doing it and going about their days. Um, somebody sees uh, Ego and uh, offers them a fish. Hello. Oh, you're such a, you're just such an adorable cat. Oh. Well, here you are. And just gives and just gives Ego like a decent sized fish. Yeah. Oh so good. Lerba, what for me fish more often? All uh, you hear, all you hear fish. is Baxter purring. Oh, did you want one too? <laughs> Baxter uh he doesn't want to admit it. He just like he just blushes a little bit. Fifty money. Huh. <laughs> he's just he's, he's defeated he is completely defeated he's just he like he's just he's he's he, Verbal's he, he, just, he goes out to ego he's just he just this little uh, open cat uh, people eyes just stares okay. at uh, okay ego. Thorn comes back <laughs> and Thorn's like okay here you go Martha uh, just just give him one fish, okay? And uh, Thorn goes ahead and pays for a fish uh, for you. Uh, just... Let you know, Ego has no intention of shit fish. None. Baxter <laughs> <laughs> just stands at Ego and just, just it's... like, how dare you? Uh, just this, is, this is my fish. If I'm going to share with anyone, it's going to be Mirabelle. But... Considering she doesn't like off fish on sushi, this is definitely mine. Oh right, and as, and he's and just nomming away. This little detour to get fish. Shion has continued so like, come on, come on, come on, we gotta go. Let's go, let's go. Come on, and you go eat it while we're on the way. Excitedly continues skipping along to with, with the vessel to the shipyard essentially, and. But she's and the shipyard is just a cleared out plot to, of uh, land, and you can see that there are there are a few spots where you can tell that ships had been had been sitting at for long periods of time where there's dead grass. Currently, you only see three ships in, out here, two of which already ha have uh, groups of people. Uh, nearby them, seemingly preparing to leave. And then there is the third one, which is what Shion and Thorn are going to, which is a pink and black gummy ship. It mostly looks like the original the gummy ship from Kingdom Hearts 1. And but it's a bit bigger and it has and it essentially has two floors to it this time around. This is my ship! And she's like and she's like doing the whole Will Smith 
presenting his wife thing, that meme. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, cool. Interesting looking ship. Wait, we're riding? Yep! Uh, okay. As long as I get my fish. I, I'll just start poking okay. it. It looks very... So, when you poke it, it's... Uh, it's I'm going to use that as a deep dive, but I'm also going to tell you that when you poke it, it's a bit squishy. Like, very thick jello. So I just... I just say this is what we're flying in. Uh huh. How do you even fly this thing? Um, dude, if there's anything I, I've learned about I, fairy tales and stuff, don't question anything. Let's go with that. Cause Sorry, I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know aerodynamics. I just know how to fly it. Okay, that's that's really all I know how to do. That's that's pretty much what I know how to do. Um, just... If you want to try and see if you can understand what this scummy ship is, you can go ahead and do a deep dive. Because I know you're like a tech dude, so... And that's going to be with your heart stat. Yes! Oh, uh, uh, what? Last time was... Gosh. I think I had a three last time. <laughs> it was... You just really don't understand this it. shit, man. Yeah, I love to see <laughs> it. Why do I... Why can I not understand this technology? Uh, it's so crazy. you do not understand any of this shit. Like, you're looking at the, you're even looking at the thrusters and they don't even make sense to you. Like, what fuel is are you, what fuel are you using? How does the heat not melt? You want to know how we run the ship? This ship runs on smile! And Thor and Thorn is just jumping up I and down, think, clapping just... because that's like her favorite thing to say. I look at her and just say, "She smiles." She only smiles. She puts her face in her hand and is like, "Thorn, please. I am too tired for this today." So obviously, you can tell that Thorn is extremely energetic compared oh. to her master. Who is very much tired. So, I know I did say that I was going to send you on a, on reconnaissance. But, before you begin traveling through all the worlds, I would like to ask you to, well, not so much ask if you're going to be going on missions for us, but... I would like you, the three of you, to go and investigate the disappearance of uh, Master Roxas. We lost contact with uh, him and his squad uh, the other day, and it's. I I'm just simply worried we've lost people to worlds just ceasing to exist due to the inversion and. I honestly don't think I could keep this up if I, if Roxas is gone. It's well, and I'm just... <laughs> oh, God, please let him be okay. <laughs> I, put, I put my hand on, uh, on Sean's shoulder and give her a thumbs up. Just say, because I knew how it feels to uh, 
miss someone very good. <sighs> I don't know the relationship, but it seems like like you're really close. Uh, yes. Um, there's too much history to go through, but yes, they are. They mean very much to me. But um, before I do send you out, we typically do a screening process, so to say, for all of our new recruits. Yeah, I just stare at screening. I tip my head. What type of screening? Um, are you? They're going to test and see if we have the metal to handle this. If, I, if, I, if it's a written test. Oh, the school, the place she went to also had a screening process. Also, she had to I, if, pass if, it's, if it's a written test, Baxter gets... Uh, Yes. Anxiety. Um, it's just... If it's a written test, no. Yes, Maribel, you are correct. This is to test your metal, so to say. And Shion is going to take up a more or less combat position and summons a keyblade to with their hand. Um, let me see if I can describe this better than I did last time. Um, it is essentially a, a rounded hilt that's red towards the top, then seeps down into an orange color. And at the point where the hilt, and at the bottom of the hilt is a spike. And... Just above the hilt where where the blade meets it is it it is very thin and then it, it goes into a sort of teardrop shape that straightens out into a blade that ends in a in three points one on the one on one side one on the other and then one on the top typically Roxas would handle all screening process. Since I'm, I'm not much of a combatant myself, but I should be more than suitable to test how strong you are. And that is where we're going to leave the episode, because I don't feel like doing the boss fight right now. So, okay. how did you feel about the redo of path? Because, <laughs> God. You asked, you asked, what is the darkness? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was, I I, I I was waiting for you to ask me. Like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to stick between, okay, what is, can you control it? And what are oh. the heartless specifically? That's why, like, I was really thinking about it. I'm like, I could have just I wanted to. better. Like, I also want to mention that I did bring up something didn't in the last uh, conversation you had with Xion, but I don't think any of you guys actually registered it. But so I'm just not going to say what it was. But I I didn't know if because last time I didn't know if because you, you you didn't mention it and I wanted to say he, something about he it. You mentioned you mentioned Riku okay, yeah, I, being I able to control the darkness. Yeah, I mentioned Riku this time because uh, Baxter asked about if. Yeah, like specifically because that's the whole thing Baxter wants to do. No, I know. Uh, there was uh, the uh, the the silver rival. 
was just the weather. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk yeah. about them at a later point, though, because you guys didn't ask any questions about that. But, I didn't know if you wanted to keep that a secret. Yeah, or not. I, I, just I meant to bring it up yesterday, <laughs> but I complete, but it completely slipped my mind because I was too busy trying to ramble on about darkness. But okay. <laughs> All right. But I have been Ken. You can find me on Twitter at Hey, it's Ken YT with an underscore between Hey, it's Ken and YT. So no underscore after the YT, just between all of the words. And one of you can go ahead and do your plugs if you have any. Yeah, maybe one day. You can find me at, at spiritseer245. Um, if you want to see parts of Maribel's story, I have not completed it. But if you want to see the origin, you definitely can. Uh, the uh, two immortals underscore between each word. Um, and it's the Sorcerer's Blade on Wad. Hey, it's Ken from the Editing Times. I just wanted to let you all know that our intro and outro track is A Pint of Rum by Komaku. There will be a link down to the full track below in the description. And thank you for listening. Okay. Um, so always remember, include Shion in your actual play campaigns because she is the best or they are the best, however you wish to view them. Um, and may your heart be your guiding key. Until next time. Bye! Bye! Bye.